this episode is not for the faint of heart. I'll share many stories of the dark side, requested by curious listeners, angels and demons, Halloween tale for 2016. But more than just Halloween tales, Halloween entertainment, uh, it's an education. So knowing the truth, that'll help you step closer into the illumination of pure source. As a note, as always, I'll be doing a meta-healing. Uh, the meta-healing is going to be on keeping you safe, especially for those individuals who feel those ghouls on, well, this side and the other. All right. So go ahead and get comfortable. Grab a hot chocolate or whatever you need. We'll get into those some of those scary tales. Hallow means holy. But why is this holy night associated with ghouls, demons, and other creatures of darkness? Going back into the history of Halloween, straddling the line between fall and winter, uh, plenty and paucity, uh, life and death. Halloween is a time of celebration and superstition. Uh, it is thought to have originated with the ancient Celtic festival of Samhain. Uh, when people would light bonfires and wear costumes to ward off roaming ghosts. So, so that's the origination of Halloween. So it is a holy time. Although we may think of holy as being grand, being pure, uh, holy is anything to do with, say, the other side. Jumping on to the next question. On Halloween, is it true that the veils between the worlds are thinnest around this time? If so... Uh, is it a good idea to receive messages from the universe? Are there more uh, demonic entities around at Halloween? Do we need to protect ourselves and our children on Halloween? If so, how? If not, why? Let's uh, break that question apart. Uh, on Halloween, is it true that the veil between the worlds are thinnest around this time? Uh, uh, in its originality, no. But since there is so much uh, momentum around Halloween that could happen. There are individuals or groups that celebrate, say, the darker side of Halloween. So those individuals uh, can, say, open up other worlds. That's how, say, the darkness came into this world, by the way. So uh, in a sense, yes, but just because it's Halloween or just because it's a certain time of the year, it's a no. Those individuals who can, say, master or control uh, going into or thinning that veil to the other realm. They can do it at any other time. Is it a good time to receive messages from the universe? Uh, of course it is. Uh, again, any it, it doesn't really matter the physical experience that you're, you're sensing or the, ex the experience that you're going through. It depends on how strong you are. It's all about how strong you are, how competent you are, how confident you are when you receive those messages. Anything can be a pivotal point or a stepping point uh, uh, to help you ascend higher. Uh, and then on the same stroke, anything can be used as a pivotal, pivotal point to they break you down and control you even more. Uh, the point is being enlightened or awakened, being present. Are there more demonic entities around at Halloween? Uh, I suppose you could say that uh, just because... Uh, again, a lot of say, demonic type groups practice the dark side of Halloween. So in a sense, yes. But again, those groups can say summon uh, the darkness uh, at any time. Uh, do we need to protect ourselves and our children on Halloween? Well, 
you need to protect yourself uh, all the time. Uh, those worlds are always around you. Uh, many of you who sense things around you uh, note that uh, they may increase during certain times, right? But it's really uh, on, say, your, uh, your awareness of who you are. So you should always protect yourself. And by the way, the meta-healing is on uh, protecting yourself from a much higher level. Yeah, we'll talk about that as well later on. Uh, will focusing on dark entities invite them in? Most of us don't have, say, the abilities or powers to invite, or uh, if they are around you, say, let go of them or ask them to walk away. Uh, you can ask them to walk away. They might walk away for a short period of time or move away from you, but then as you've noticed, they'll come back. Okay. The reason being, again, you're, you, uh, most of us aren't at that level to completely, say, get rid of them. Uh, if you focus on them, um, uh, again, it depends on if those doors are open for you. A lot of times if you're focusing, say, on the dark side, if you get attracted to, say, satanic worship or uh, witchcraft or whatever is out there, you know, voodooism, uh, gypsy type, you know, uh, I call it the island type frequencies, magic, and so on. Uh, there's hundreds and hundreds of, say, different variances of controlling uh, individuals at this physical form through the dark side. Uh, and the reason why some people are attracted to those things is because in their family lineage, uh, those patterns run, or somebody uh, used uh, those dark intuitive abilities. And like I said, uh, if you are of that family lineage, uh, anybody down line is affected by that contract, the contract of the darkness. So uh, if you're attracted, that means that contract is still within you. Uh, you're attracted to whatever practice that you might be, say, pulled toward, just because as you get interested in um, in those abilities, well, uh, you start to sign that contract as well, and that contract opens up for you. So, so that's why you want to be aware if you are, say, intrigued by the dark side from a much, much deeper level. Are the following real? Vampires? In a sense, yes, there are actual physical va vampires uh, that do suck or draw blood out of humans. Uh, there's groups that do that actually, uh, but I see I see spiritual vampires as well, uh, and they suck the life out of you, the spirit out of you. So, uh, in a sense, yes, werewolves werewolves, from my definition, uh, individuals who transform into wolf with growing hair, right? As um, the full moon comes out, uh, no. Are there individuals uh, on the spirit side, let's say, uh, that can transform into something else? Uh, which helps uh, whoever is uh, inundated by that uh, by that spirit. Uh, yes, they do transform. But as far as like growing hair, growing nails, uh, transforming into something else, uh, no, there's not. Uh, witches, yes, and there are witches who practice, uh, and there are different grades of witches. There are say the the dark witches, the black witches. Uh, and then there are white witches. So uh, witches who, white witches are defined as 
and 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 I see all these different patterns, by the way. But white witches are defined as individuals um, who have abilities of of a witch-like ability, uh, and they practice, say, their their abilities for the good of people. Okay, so helping people become better. Okay, uh, the dark witches, the black witches. Uh, those are individuals that can say cast spells on you, and again controlling you. So, uh, like I said before earlier on this podcast, there are so many different variations: voodooism, uh, magic, um, satanic worship. Uh, if one can be possessed by a demon, then can one also be possessed by an angel? Uh, no, not at all. Uh, and, and, and the reason being is that the light side, the right, uh, the white side, as we call it, the white light, uh, a lot of us, they want to send into the white light. We think that we're pulling away from the dark, coming into, say, the white or the brilliance. Uh, not really. Uh, and there's a bigger topic. I've done a podcast on this before. But say when you send to those higher levels, you're not going towards the white side. You're not going towards the dark side. You're mastering both worlds. That's the key. Okay? So again, that's a misnomer. And the reason why you can't be consumed or controlled by an angel, well, the white side or the light side, like being an angel, right? completely on, on, on the light side, uh, they don't need anything from you. The brightness, the brilliance, the, the light, does not need anything from you. And if you've heard other podcasts before, there's this ladder. Imagine you're on a ladder. Uh, you've got the, the, the white side on the left. And it doesn't matter. You could ha it could be on the right. But for this example, it's on your left side. Uh, the dark is on your right. Say if you fall off this ladder, for whatever reason, there's tons of reasons of, uh, for falling off, fall on the white side, you evaporate immediately. You just die your spirit basically evaporates. Cases uh, of this happening, uh, actually quite a bit. Uh, a lot of, say, great performers, right? uh, you hear their sudden death, they fell off that ladder, uh, and they were, say, on, they fell over onto the white side. The brilliance, again, instant death or suicide. Again, the white side does not need you to maintain, does not need anything, it does not oppress in any way. The dark side, on the other hand, uh, if you fall off over onto the dark side, since they need your spirit, and that's why it's called the dark side, and that's why there's a lot of, say, magic potions, uh, other entities, aliens, and so on, that want to control you, because they think they've moved away from the, from the brilliance or the knowledge of pure source. Uh, they think that they need to, say, suck the life out of your spirit to maintain their control over you, over your family, over, say, dominion of the earth. Uh, and that's why if you fall off the dark side, uh, you're in a, yeah, you, your family lineage is, uh, is addicted to certain things, uh, always ill, because right? uh, it's a lot easier for you to be controlled when you're weak and not aware. Let's go ahead. This is a great time for a story being possessed uh, I do, I do, do exorcisms. Uh, you know, the biggest or the most memorable one uh, was in Hawaii. 
and uh, some of you may have heard this before, but a lot of new listeners, uh, which haven't, uh, and this really happened. We had it on video. Not exactly sure where the video went, though. Um, anyway, I was in Hawaii doing one-on-one sessions at the time. When I did do one-on-one sessions, there was this lady, and she came in for, say, digestive. Uh, so I started working on her. She seemed really peculiar. She didn't really seem herself. Uh, I don't know, uh, you know, if that makes sense to, uh, to you, but I see frequencies, uh, and it, it, she wasn't, say, resonating the way she should have. Okay? And that's how I can tell if you're, say, alien, human, other forms, entities, uh, if you've been possessed, okay? because your frequencies just don't resonate the way, say, a human does. Uh, I can't make it any clearer. You'd have to uh, see what I see to understand it. Uh, as I tap into her stomach, all these old patterns, all these old memories start churning, start coming out. She didn't, she wasn't feeling that good uh, as I started working on her. Uh, and as I continued, all these old, ancient, say, demons, scared the hell out of me, by the way, started to, uh, started to, started to feel, gurgle. And you could, I could hear her stomach gurgling coming up. Okay? Uh, what really freaked me out was that she started yelling and screaming. Uh, and then she had her hands out as if somebody was pulling her two hands out. Uh, and then she started pivoting backwards almost to the, well, to the point that you would have fallen over, right? You would have fallen back because she was past, say, the balance point. Uh, and I was wondering, you know, how the heck is she getting balanced? And then I noticed her wrist Although the, the ropes weren't there, you could see the indentation of the ropes on her wrist. And, and since that was my first exorcism or my first experience of an exorcism, I'm going, oh my God. So I ran out and I yelled for these other two ladies that came in and they saw the exact same thing. One of them uh, started recording and then I continued to work on her because I was pulled. I couldn't leave her the way, the way she was. Continued to work on her feeling that uh, or knowing that I'd be okay, although scared as hell. I worked on her and all of a sudden, all these say, demons, ancient demons, started rippling through her shirt. Her shirt would actually ripple through, come through her neck, and her face would transform into the demon, look at me straight into my eyes, and then they would float away and disappear. Okay? Then the next demon came, just like in the movies, as their faces transform. Uh, this happened over and over again. Not exactly, maybe about 15, 20 minutes. And she felt great afterward, but very, very tired. Actually went home, went to bed. Uh, the next time I was in Hawaii, worked on her again. Uh, pretty much the similar pattern. Uh, and I asked her, was, and I asked myself as well, why is she possessed again? What she used to do, and I'm telling you the story because some of you might be doing the same thing. Okay? Very important, and you might think it is of a pure essence or pure intention that you're doing it. Okay? Even say a religious, uh, a religious tradition that you might be doing. Uh, but what she would do is she would she, she would do this on a weekly basis. You join a group, uh, and this group would go around in circles. Okay? They'd walk around in circles and summon spirits from the other side okay? to help them in this reality. It doesn't work that way, guys. You can't summon spirits, uh, especially uh, if you are not of a higher order. They will come, 
but they will totally abolish you. So as I've cleaned her out uh, for weeks, every week she would come and then she'd get inhabited again. So, so again, just be aware of the traditions, uh, even if it's religious. All right. There's a lot of, say, Catholic traditions. Uh, if you look at New Orleans, right, the Bible Belt, uh, there's a lot of voodoo around there. Why is that? Because people who are religious, the darkness gravitates to people who are, say, religious. They're fearful. They're superstitious already. It's easier to wrap you in. Right? Uh, in Rome, Italy, a lot of that, say, superstition, which isn't, uh, say, superstition. It really happens. Uh, again, major uh, religious center. Is there a battle between realms of the angels and demons? If so, which one is ahead so far? How to gain uh, the total victory? There really is no battle. It sounds like a battle, uh, but there really is no battle. It's just existence, okay? To be in this reality, okay? Uh, to understand, you know, heat, cold, light, dark, up, down. Every possible, say, imaginable scenario that we have created uh, has been created, uh, whether it's in this reality, other realities, and they just exist. They just are. There is, say, no good or bad. Okay? The, t the point uh, where things start to, say, happen, where it becomes detrimental for you, okay, is if you get pulled into those realities and then pull, uh, either get pulled into those realities, because some people are time warped. They literally see uh, those other realities where the darkness, say, occurs. Uh, and and what happens is that you become very, very unstable, and then that darkness, say, consumes you. Right? So again, there's not a war between light and dark. It's just existence. Right? Uh, if you're not completely aware of, say, where you are in the realities, that's where it becomes trouble for you. Right? And that's where you become possessed, whether you're here physically or you cross over when you're dead, you die, uh, you still get, or you still say possessed. Okay? It's not about the physical body, by the way. It's about your spirit form. Going back to that question about um, being possessed by an angel. Uh, again, an angel doesn't want anything from you because they see the darkness that you are. Uh, as a note, I don't want anything from you. Uh, I'm, uh, I'm at a level where I'm pretty pure. And it's not by, you know, being saintly or anything like that. Uh, but again, just being aware or being master of, say, a certain level where I can um, control both sides, master of that domain, uh, light and dark. And, and I do, again, I don't want uh, or need anything from you. If, uh, some of you, you know, think that, you know, I have uh, fantastic abilities and then I want to control you. There's nothing uh, again, the pure space. Pure space does not need to control or oppress any, anybody to get what they need to sustain themselves in complete abundance. Uh, the darkness, on the other hand, does. Uh, was, Char was Charlie Manson, Charles Manson, possessed? Definitely. Ted Bundy? Yes. Hitler? Yes. About Jim Jones? Uh, he, he created the suicide cult. Yes. Jonestown Massacre. Yes. So why do the demons want to cause massive deaths? They really don't care. Um, 
they get to the point and there's different levels of say demons or different levels of possession uh, again uh, most of them uh, they want you uh, well living whether it's in a weak state it's always in a weak state drug state addicted state uh, because it's easier to control it's easier for you uh, to be say used that way uh, in some scriptures there is a commentary about how there will be incredibly beautiful women in the near future uh, who are actually creatures of the evil uh, they're here now the evil de demons and they will try to seduce and devour humans is this true uh, like I said they're here now stay away from the pretty girls no not really you can be seduced by anything okay whether it's beauty grandness power right? uh, again depends on how weak you are uh, if you are more aware uh, you might say come into uh, a space of that beautiful woman trying to seduce you but again if you're aware present it won't happen and by the way you doesn't mean that all beautiful women are pretty. It doesn't mean all beautiful or handsome men uh, are the same way. Uh, again, kind of a misnomer. It says there's there's passages in the Bible about that people who are 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 of beautiful nature, right? Uh, they're sinful or they're sinners uh, for this reason. Uh, again, not true at all. Okay, uh, in your purity, in your grandness, in your default state in your default state of what your spirit thinks of who you are in physical form, uh, you're in complete beauty, you're in, in perfect, say, physical health. Right? So again, not true at all. The key point is that anything can and will seduce you if you are weak. Uh, the movie Conjuring is about a demonically possessed doll named Annabelle that tormented a family. This movie is based on a true story. Have you ever seen anything like this? Yes, how to protect uh, all from possessions. Uh, in fact, some of the movies that are out there, The Conjuring, uh, there was another movie, uh, I forgot its name. Uh, it was a few months back. My daughter wanted to go to it. Uh, it was about this guy who lived in an apartment that would make people uh, commit suicide. And then there was this uh, psychic that finally got rid of this person. My daughter goes, well, dad, what, what did you think of the movie? I go, well, that's another, uh, it's just another day at the office for me, Sudi. Uh, I mean, really, I see that uh, at least once, once a day, whenever I work. Uh, all these talk on darkness makes me wonder if there's equal portion of the pure light around us as the darkness. Uh, there's always pure, always equal or more. Uh, it depends on what you focus on. Um, not so much, uh, again, just to clarify, it's not what you focus on. If you just think, okay, I'm going to think, you know, pure light, pure light. I'm going to see pure light. That happens at a smaller degree. Uh, however, if you are awakened from a spirit level, you're always in brilliance. So that's the key. The point is not to go towards the light, stay away from the darkness, because either side will destroy you seen it time and time again uh, the point is to master all of the domains you become master of the dark and the light and that's what sustains you in your brilliance one thing to note as well guys one thing that i want to uh, get across we talked about this 
um, I was talking earlier about this to individuals, people who are in uh, insane asylums um, because they see the darkness. It's not because they're hallucinating. Right? There are worlds out there. Right? Uh, the reason why they become insane is that, say that you have abilities, right? that you can see those realities. Uh, and for some reason, you get stuck in those realities. So you're always aware, you always see uh, the darkness, the ghoulishness. Uh, and again, uh, there are so many crazy stuff. Well, some of the stories that I told you uh, might even say seem tame. Uh, I'll finish up with one more story. And this was uh, an artist friend that I went to see. His art is really dark. Right? Uh, I stepped into his art studio. He had an art show going on. And there was there were statues of these gruesome say, heads, some entities, and as I was scanning through, uh, I'm going, wow, these look familiar, but I couldn't place exactly where I had seen them. Uh, and then about by about the fourth or fifth statue, these faces, pretty much skulls, just really deformed, you know, um, just scary as hell. It dawned on me, it's like, oh my God, I've seen these before. I've seen these before around people. How did he know, or how did those faces match what I saw? This individual, and I talked in depth about him later on, this individual, he had abilities, and that's where he got his art, he had abilities to go into other realities where these things exist, and that's where he would get his creative directive from. So, uh, again, very, very eerie on the exact replication of what I saw and what he's turned into art. So yes, that stuff does exist. What we're going to do on this meta-healing, and we'll jump into it right away, is help you become aware of what's around you, and then also put a protective space. Okay? As long as you are awake, as long as you have that pureness in you, okay? or that deep, deep desire to connect to pure source. Right? You'll always be protected. Just be aware of that. They always honor that space. This meta-healing is on keeping you safe from those ghoulish things that are on this side and the other. Whether you're sitting, standing, lying down, getting comfortable. If you're new, I recommend standing up. I'll just give you a second or two to get comfortable sitting, standing, lying down, coming into this space, noticing your breathing, noticing your environment. Let's go ahead and take that deep breath in, inhaling through the nose, holding it for a second or two or longer, and then exhaling, letting go, letting go of anything that we need to let go of so we can come into the present moment. Just noticing your breath may have changed a bit, maybe a little bit slower, perhaps a little deeper. You might have noticed your neck, your shoulders relaxing, letting go.
Taking another deep breath in, acknowledging the group, wondering how many people are listening to this podcast at this time, or a cumulative total. A lot of people on the podcast, which creates strength. It's always strength in numbers, which allows us to go further, faster, much deeper. It allows us to break through blocks. It allows us to pull us out of ruts that we keep falling into. That generate those frequencies that help you transform. All you have to do is take another deep breath in, asking yourself, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Again, that question, how do I connect to pure source even stronger? Noticing you relaxing into this meditative state, a very simple process, guide you into a nice deep meditative state where you become more present or you start to relax your body. You start to become aware of your surroundings while you're paying attention to your physical form, working you at an admin level or what I call your source code, help you reprogram for fast, easy, life-changing transformations. In this case, keeping you safe and protected. Breath in again, noticing your skin starting from your scalp, your forehead, the back of the head, your face, your neck, your shoulders, top of the back, the chest. Going down to the mid-back, stomach, into the groin, the legs. Get noticing your skin. And the skin between your toes, your armpits, your fingers. Making sure that you know the perimeter of your body. As you become aware of your body, as I continue to help you reprogram at a much deeper level, all you have to do is take that deep breath in. And holding it for a second or two. And then exhaling, letting go. 
expanding on out, becoming aware of the space around you, but arm's length around, arm's length above, arm's length below. Noticing that perimeter, just arm's length around you, your spirit body. As I help you stay present, becoming aware of your physical form right here, right now, which helps keep you safe, becoming complete, becoming aware of where you are in the present moment. Again, keeping you safe, keeping you secure. You're always safe in the present moment. You're always aware. Breath in again. Nice and deep. Exhaling. Even becoming more aware of your physical form spirit body, which is arm's length around, above, below. Just as you may sense, there's someone walking from behind you, unknown. You sense them. Turn around and they're there. Same thing with spirit beings, aliens, entities, whatever's out there. Without a physical form or shape, you can sense them. So protecting you from them, helping you become aware Being you become stronger, more confident. So you stay safe and secure. As I continue to work on you, all you have to do is take another deep breath in. Holding it. And then releasing, letting go. 
acknowledging the perimeter of your physical body, perimeter of your spirit body. Breath in again, nice and deep. I'm going to go ahead and leave you in this space for as long as you wish. As long as you stay quietly meditating. Still be continuing to connect it to that mastermind group. I'll still feel like I'm working on you. Thanks for being on the podcast. As you become aware of your surroundings, keeping you safe. Notice what you notice.